Code Sodas. Welcome. I am one of your hosts, Ben Warden. And I am Jimbo Shaw. We are a couple of bi-coastal best buds born in the back bush, briefly blabbing about some bacchanalia. Perfect. What do you think of that, huh? That was, that was perfect. That's some goddamn alliteration to write home to mom about. If I ever heard it. Now, for those who don't know, Jimbo and I have known each other for 20 years and have lived with each other for four. In that time, we had what felt like normal adventures, but according to those close to us, ranged from poorly written 80s movies to old-ass Huckleberry Finn shit. These are our stories. Dun-dun-dun. Yep. I'm probably going to throw in the fucking... Who who can say? Who who knows what I'm going to do when I edit this? Well, so the way that they made their noise was a series of noises, which one of them was many monks stomping on a floor. If you remember your Sunday morning marathons on women's entertainment of Law & Order. I do. <laughs> because they had the binge and they had their binge trivia. Uh, that's how much of a Law & Order nerd I am. Hell yeah. I was talking about Jerry Orbach over the weekend. What what about just 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 ragging on him? No, no, he was in something that I hadn't seen. Uh but somebody was like, "Oh, it's that dude." Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. He was the candelabra. He had a great voice. <laughs> that came up, but they were just like, "Ben, you'll know. Be our guest, be our guest." I was like, "I'll totally know, but like you got to give me some more." And then we 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 got there eventually and I was like, brought up the anecdote about how uh, he donated his eyes to two people in New York, did that whole series of ads about it. So the John Mulaney bit. You gave him the John Mulaney bit is what you did. What I did was I mentioned that John Mulaney did a bit about that, but I also mentioned that I was aware of that fact beforehand. I just, you know, his obviously his bit is is unstoppable. I was aware that he donated his eyes because I – was visiting New York quite a bit at that time period, and I was riding the subway. Oh, I thought I thought you had said that you were visiting Jerry Orbach. <laughs> no, I uh, no, he and I weren't that close. I, th- I thought that's where that was going. I only visit him once or twice. I thought it was just one of those things that you hadn't mentioned. It was like, well, I know he loves Law and Order so much, but like, I don't want him to ask so many questions because, like. I can't answer them. Nah, he he and I go way back. We actually we uh we we toyed around. We both it, we don't have the biggest sweet tooths, but when we do, we like it to be high quality. So he and I started an ice cream company called Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you call it sweet tooths as well. I thought it was sweet tooths. Uh, well, in any other state, they'd have called it sweet teeth. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. which which state are you reporting from? Which toothless state? Well, as you can see, uh, wherever state I'm in is a you're bit missing. Tooth- you're down one. I'm down. I'm down several. Dude, the only reason I'm I'm still batting with a with a full order is because I haven't gone to the dentist since 2012. That's what I'm talking about. That's a long time, man. <laughs> 
Okay, so my because my my first and only dentist was a Scientologist, and I mean he was my dad's friend in high school. But even so, finding that out kind of put a I hate to say this, but like a weird taste in my mouth. Nice. Was that back uh, back in Maryland or Delaware? Uh, yeah, he was he was a practice out of Wilmington, Delaware. Scientologists in Delaware. Well, I mean, he did put me under once, so I know there's a certain segment of people that believe if you've ever been under anesthesia, you have a government chip in you. And so I, I was under for like 40 minutes, and they, they took out some wisdom teeth, uh, but there's definitely a government chip in there. So beware of the things that I say and uh, the truths I behold. I have been under anesthesia multiple times, so don't even worry about it, man. I probably got... I got a bag of damn Frito Lays up in there. I got so many uh, goddamn old chips. Oh, oh. Well, I, once you pop, you know <laughs> the the Matty Bo don't stop. That's correct. Yeah, you just you just keep shoving chips into into humans. Damn right. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and get right into the correspondence then, and by right into, I mean now, this week's correspondence. It's titled, Packing Up the Old Steamer Trunk. It was initially sent from James to me, February 25th, 2018. The references in these emails are about uh, my first trip back to Boston after I moved away two years before that. Yeah, what a, what a good trip, because like you convinced your work to not put you up in a hotel, right? Incorrect. I'd been waiting to come back because I knew work was eventually going to send me to Boston. That's what had been part of what first I had no money. Then I was putting it off because I was like, well, eventually they're going to send me. And so eventually I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to book a trip. I looked at flights and the weekend of St. Patrick's Day, for whatever reason, happened to be the cheapest flights coming up. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to Boston on St. Patrick's Day. It's it's the old reverse Mardi Gras exactly. situation. And then about a a couple of weeks after that, work was like, we're sending you to, to Boston in May. And I was like, all right. So I ended up going twice within like two months after not going at all for uh, for two years. And, and both times I just stayed at your apartment. And in between those times, Papa and I had driven out to Seattle and then gone to see you in San Francisco, right? That in April, that is correct. Yeah. So we saw each Whew. other once a month for three months after really not seeing much of each other at all for a couple of years. What a great spring of 18. Yeah. But yeah, so here's the email packing up the old steamer trunk. Beloved Bean, a fridge full of Guinness and a cupboard full of Jameson awaits you in this pasty promised land. Not a drop of Irish blood among us, no matter. We're planning a gala of sorts for Saturday the 17th. Attire will consist of mitt caps, tweed, woolen sweaters, and mittens. Oh, and wife beaters. A game of drink will be played in sixteenths with car bombs served at the brakes. The commitments followed by Braveheart with the green tint turned all the way up will be played on mute with the Dubliners anthology played loudly on repeat. The potato raffle will buoy the excitement through the blinding alcoholism and crippling psychological demons dwelling deep within our heathen souls. Festivities at daybreak. Please debauch with us. RSVP not necessary. Thirstily Yorin. Jimb. O'Shaw. Big P.S. 
We worked out most of the trip, Papa and I, across the nation. I won't bore you with the itinerary, but we plan to be in SF the evening of April 10th and, with your grace as a host, staying through that weekend. There is a baseball match on Wednesday the 11th at 12.45 p.m. Papa and I are planning to attend either way, but we would love to get you out of work for half a day to say thank you in addition to the stifling hangovers. Now, before we get to your response, one, tremendously worded email, sir. Yeah. I applaud you for that. I, I uh. Another event that happened that the, the weekend of April 10th that we're referring to, which, I mean, we're going to have a whole other episode on, on us and our love of helping people move, but I moved in with my now wife. And yeah, that was, that was like a, a weird, you know, kind of first, first meeting and like, Hey, I'm going to help you put your furniture in its place. Right before (laughs) I flew out to Boston for the trip referenced here, uh, our friend was moving out of her apartment, which is now our apartment. And we wanted to keep it in the family. It's a good deal and a great apartment. So, Reagan and I decided to move in together. So a couple of days before the trip, we made that decision. I flew out, and right after I got there, it was like, "By the way, guys, the the trip you're the the weekend you're coming out, I'm I'm moving." And so what ended up happening was I I picked you guys up from the airport, took you straight to my old apartment. We loaded up cars, and I drove you straight to the new apartment, and we unloaded cars. Well, I mean, I was there some apprehension about asking either of us to help you move not even slightly on your on your part not even slightly Re- Re- reagan was right? yeah, reagan was a little sort of like ooh is that going to be like they they might not want to do you know why we didn't have a problem with that because like lifting heavy things uh going up three flights of stairs and day drinking is basically like our wheelhouse hell yeah I mean, we're not like muscle-bound freaks on Venice Beach here. We're just a bunch of dudes who can move couches yep. like up stairwells uh, with like a ten natties deep. Yeah. And now I believe you're. If you want to get to the before we get before we end up just doing a whole episode on that weekend, which we probably could and will later. You tell me, man. So I have a reply from from Ben to James. Dated March 7th, 2018. My sweetest jimboree, I get more excited with every passing day to what will surely be a weekend of bad accents, good beer, great friends, and mediocre pants. While I only have good news to report from the Western Front, I do have a large stockpile of botch, and I will need to debotch it as soon as possible. Luckily, we can begin in roughly two-thirds of a fortnight from now. I will, of course, be attending this ball game with you, though I may end up being a little late. I must warn you that my new apartment is not as spacious as my old one, but there is still plenty of room for three of us to drink, sleep, and consume frozen garbage. I also have to take you guys to a place in Oakland that makes the best chicken wings I've had in my entire life. I will see you soon with my loins not even slightly girded. Yours, Rosen Dub, or Rosen African American for the woke among us, the Bean Machine. 
And uh, I gotta say, like, I still haven't tasted those chicken wings yet. It's true. To be, did I write wings in there? Yeah, best yeah. chicken wings. So I've I've since found out, and I think I think I I probably wrote that after the the first and only, uh, or, or at the time it was the only time I'd gone. They're not wings; they're thighs. They're Japanese style chicken thighs, so they flay them and they're deboned. So like they're they're the size of like if you cut off my thumb. They're yeah they're yeah they're 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 palm they're palm up to like first knuckle of finger. All right. They have several different dry rubs or several different sauces, and fuck man, Abu Raya in Oakland gets two thumbs way up from a guy who can. I, I consider myself. I'm no. I'm no. I'm no. I'm no. A fucking chicken connoisseur, but I, I am a man who enjoys food. Well, you've been to Hooters Hotel and Casino in Vegas and ordered sixty wings. So, not only that, but that's sort of a a good segue into uh, what's going to be the main tale tonight. Which, as usual, I think we'll come up with a title as we say the story. But the the hook. The crux of the evening was that our small town of Elkton, which before this weekend had only been the home of a big Kmart and a regular-ass Walmart, was now officially home to a super Walmart. You know, I don't I don't think that's true, man. Uh, we were home to the most people killed by a lightning strike. We were also home to uh, former Gretna Green, where if you were like a socialite in New York and you need to get married that night, you could go down to Merlin uh, and get married, get hitched up. It was like it was like an old school Vegas back in the 40s and 50s. Hell yeah. I was just referring to mega stores, but those are also true. I'm most proud of the lightning strike one. That that is fun. Well, I'm ball lightning, man. Saint Elmo's fire is dangerous. Yeah. Took out a plane which crashed. Everybody died and then they just built a neighborhood there because the whole all the woods got cleared out. And I have several very good friends that grew up there. That was what, like the seven, the sixties or seventies that happened. I believe it was the yeah sixties. So yeah, that was previously the most impressive thing we had this weekend. Though was this the oh, fuck? I didn't put the date on here. What day was this? Spring, spring of a uh, two thousand fall of two thousand eight. No, not even not even two. Uh, two thousand two. Hang on. Nah, I, th- I think it's a high school memory. So I, I'd say a oh five or a oh six. Yeah, so. that sounds right. Doesn't really matter the specifics, but it was uh, it was it was spring. You could drive. I could possibly also drive. And so we decided we were going to head out to the super Walmart. And see all that it has in store. Now, for those of you who grew up not near, possibly not near a Walmart, possibly not near a super Walmart, a Wal- a regular Walmart has everything you'd expect a regular Walmart to have. It's got a small sort of, I, I hesitate to call it a grocery store, but it has food, especially dry goods. Just imagine a department store, but everything's like low price and kind of cheap brands. And... 
hey, it's got a grocery store too. Yeah. Uh, as well as a Pizza Hut and a Subway and an optometrist. Well, that's the that's the super Walmart aspect. Just just have that. Yeah. It. So so the yeah. regular Walmart, not dissimilar from a Target, but a super Walmart. We had now we had a nail salon, an optometrist, a, a, a tire center that I think may also have done like oil changes and minor minor things like that. Nothing, no major car repairs. We had a whole garden center. We had a pharmacy, uh, a hair I forget. I know it's a nail salon. There's also a hair salon. There was a McDonald's and several other. You know, was there a McDonald's? Doesn't matter. There were several eateries inside, and now it's a it's a fucking huge grocery store section, a big clothing section, a big electronic. It's just a giant version of everything, plus like nine other businesses shoved into it, and then the parking lot was. Massive, just incomprehensibly large. They would later build a Chick-fil-A in the parking lot. It was not connected to the Walmart. It was at the far end. And that was big news for us because at the time we didn't know about the hatred aspect of Chick-fil-A. We just knew about the sandwiches. And the closest one was a couple of towns over. So we've described the Walmart. So, Yeah, there's a lot of Walmart to be had. But what what you do at Walmart is... uh... You know, it's open 24 hours, so we didn't really have anything going on that night. Like, all of our friends had had ladies or, or whatever, but but we just decided to to go to Walmart and kind of kind of walk around. I remember having, like, a little, little bit of Captain Morgan, so we were able to make... So I, what's up? I was going to say, I remember not only did you have Captain Morgan, but the order of operations was we went into the Super Walmart, we bought some, like, 20-ounce Coca-Colas, went back out into the parking lot, drank some of the Coca-Cola, mixed it with the Captain Morgan you had, and went back into the Walmart with those now Captain Cokes and just walked around. Yeah, because why would you not go to Walmart with... With like a cocktail. It's, I mean, it's not legal, but it's also, you know, not illegal or frowned upon. I mean, it's Walmart. I've, I have a friend who stole several tires from that Walmart. So, I mean, I, I really don't remember getting much else from the Walmart. I remember walking around, you know, there's a ton of displays. Like we could see all the video games that we ever wanted to, to buy that were coming out. We could see all the TVs that we could not afford that we wanted in our own bedrooms that our parents wouldn't let us have. We could see all the guns and the bikes that like just were out of our reach, man. Yeah, but th- those guns and bikes were near each other, and that really puts a lot of ideas in your mind about some sort of right BM- BMX biathlon jousting situation. Who can say? Well, I mean, I own two bikes. And I own two guns. There we go. There's one one for each. Now, I remember another purchase I made that night. And I am not one to get drunk and buy stuff. That's not really my, my M.O. I've done it a... I mean, you're not one to, like, get too drunk, man. You're, you're like, our, our rock. <laughs> well, thank you. But, but this particular night... I know I was feeling just the consumerism. I was caught up in the moment and I bought something that 
to jump ahead when, when we woke up the next day, I was determined, not determined, I was convinced that I had made a, 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 a bad, I had, I had a buyer's remorse. I thought I made a bad purchase. What I bought was a black down coverall. So it's, it's not like a painter's coverall. It's thick and warm. Uh, of a non-name brand, it was a Walmart brand. It starts with Wall, but I forget the brand. But it's not Carhartt or Dickies, but just a black coverall suit thing. What, like a, it's a big onesie, but with like a collar and pockets and, and all this stuff. And I, I believe it was about fifty dollars. And I was just like, God damn it! Why did I fucking buy that? You know, I was there with you purchasing it. And so if if you had any apprehension at first, like I definitely talked you out of that because <laughs> I know you. I know who you are. Uh, this you know, I mean, you at least went into the fitting room to try this thing on. You're like, whoo, ah, this this one fits good. Yeah, I like I like the way it seats. It's a large it's a large because well, we had a lot of time. In in Walmart because they're open twenty four hours. Yeah, so we had nothing to do as like bored high schoolers on a Friday. Yeah, we would have been probably fifteen, sixteen. At least at least you were sixteen. Uh, in order to be driving to the Walmart. Well, if it was springtime, we were both the same age. It's true. Yeah, so this thing was a large tall, so it fit like a goddamn glove. And I still own it, and I still use it all the time. It's been—it's a substitute for a fucking sleeping bag for you. Are you yeah, kidding I, me? I've, like that? You I, don't use it. It is—it is like next to a bed for you. Like yeah. you would choose that over like a bus station bench. I've had that thing fifteen years. It is in perfect condition. I wear it skiing camping i used to back back in high school i would just wear it to get drunk in the woods in the winter time then i could just if the cops came and tried to bust up the bonfire i could just lay down in the woods because it's a black bodysuit and i completely it just it's too dark so you would just blend in. and it's filled with white man so like even then you're still pretty in the clear yeah 100 oh, <laughs> percent. especially where we're from yeah we were just in this this is just you know small town backwoods Maryland. We've now had a ha, ha, had some rum and coke. Uh, I've purchased what would become a, a a seemingly lifelong friend, or at least a lifelong. Yeah, I mean it's at least fifteen years now in your possession as like a solid, useful item. Yeah, that you wear, you don. I can't say that I have that for anything. Yeah, I'm not sure what Walmart was doing with their name brands at the time, but I feel like honestly, I mean, I look, I'm a Dickies guy. I've owned Carhartt, but the Walmart brand, whatever this was, has really fucking, you know, shown its worth. 50, 50 God, a Dickies, a Dickies coverall is way more than 50 bucks. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. So we've done this. We've had the Captain Morgan. We've we've had the Coca Cola. It's probably it's 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 past midnight, surely at this point, and we decide that we are hungry, so we go to a McDonald's at you know roughly like what one two in the morning, something like this. 
Yeah, but I mean, they had the twenty-four hour drive-through. Like the where we're from, like there are places that are open twenty-four hours. Most places are. One of them's Waffle House. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Taco Bell KFC is open pretty late. I don't think it's open twenty-four hours, but Wawa. The well, I there's there's the Wawa now, and then I don't I don't think the Wawa was there then. The one at the end of Appleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was also, you know, a couple of truck stops uh, because it was the first place in Maryland uh, once you crossed the Delaware border in I ninety five. If you decided to go through that toll booth, which you really didn't need to if you were in a car, I can teach you how to get around that. Wait for later episodes. Yeah, there was that iron skillet there. The, I mean, the town was basically a truck stop for for most people. Yeah, I mean, even back in the 1700s, uh, the British treated it as a truck stop when they were going to invade Philadelphia. Yeah, that's that they sailed up, stopped in Elkton, then decided to go take Philadelphia. Yep. Yeah, so we go to McDonald's and we got just an irresponsible amount of chicken nuggets. I'm gonna go 80. Yeah. I don't remember the numbers. I well, I don't. I don't know how much we could afford at the time. But yeah, I I remember somewhere in the the at least sixty range. Yeah, I mean twenty piece nuggets then probably were only about five bucks. I feel like we could have thrown down, you know, twenty. I, I apparently I'm fucking rolling it. I had fifty dollars to spend on a goddamn thing that I thought was stupid. Well, you were you were employed at the time. I was gainfully employed at the local blockbuster, or Golden Corral, depending on what time. This was right. This was this might have been during my brief Golden Corral stint. Hard to say. Yeah, I was still I was still rolling in the bucks from the University of Delaware. They really took their time to trickle out their payments. Yeah, making corn. Fuck. Yeah, but this order of McNuggets, you know, is something that that makes the the um, receiver at at the restaurant like a little taken aback, and they're like, "You say 18? Or or eighty, <laughs> you say sixteen or sixty, you know that that type of thing, and yeah, we had to confirm. It's like no, we're two pretty hungry dudes. Like let's let's get it done. I'm feeling forty, forty hard. Yeah, uh, give me give me like a bag of sweet and sour. <laughs> Take a. Leader. I mean, not 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 like a bag of like don't pump it out. Nah. The sweet and sour. Give me a bag of like the little little white tubs with the tinfoil tops. Pump it out. Let me get a liter of ketchup. No, no. Let, let me get a let me get a gill of barbecue sauce. Well, so they're not making the the employees pump them out into those those little containers with the little tops. Like the little single serving guys. That's fair. That you need sixteen of to, to finish a large fry. Yeah. But yeah, so we get, huh. we get the nuggets and now uh we need we need to go and eat the nuggets. We we can't just eat them in the car. That's 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 a right. Re- well, not in the car in the like McDonald's parking lot. Certainly not. So yeah. so we go to the one logical place, which is the high school I'm currently attending. That James is not simply because he's going to a different high school, but we were both in high school at the time. So we go to the local high school where 
One of uh, our friend's girlfriends lived near there at the time. I think we tried to see if they wanted to hang out, and they didn't. So we laid down in, like, a ditch sort of near the school and just went to town on some McNuggets. Yeah, and, I mean, I remember there was an iPod in the mix that I had had, uh... And I mean, like, so I forget what I was driving at the time. I remember. I think it was it was the Grand Prix, the yep. Pontiac. Yeah, yep. that's that was probably my far favorite car, like that I've ever driven on a regular basis. But I didn't have, so I had I had a CD player, which I had a bunch of burned CDs because it was the mid two thousands. But I also had an iPod that I could plug into a radio transmitter, but it was back in the time when those were kind of shitty. And, you know, I, I, I was like an amateur, you know, radio DJ just trying to find the right station to, to broadcast to my own fucking car. It was stupid. Either way, I mean, I could have these one and a half inch screen videos with like surround sound in, in the car. It was, it was wild. We could get fat bass on an E-bombs world video. <laughs> exactly. Fucking this, uh, watching some dumb shit from new grounds, but with like, yeah, just supremely good, just audio vocals, music, whatever it ended up being just sounding good as shit. But yeah, needless to say, I got involved in audiovisual in college. There we go, as as a job for like more than a year. But uh, yeah, we went we went to this ditch and and went to town. I mean, we were already in town, but like, yeah, went to town on these nuggets. Yeah, possibly drank more rum and coke. Don't remember, but yeah, we just we ate all. I remember we ate all of the nuggets and. Did not feel bad. It was just. What I mean, in your opinion, what what's your favorite like McNugget sauce? Because I have a couple. I mean, it depends on I feel the season that that I'm experiencing. Well, when you're eating nuggets at that quantity, I'm I I end up viewing the sauces as the different portions of the meal. So for the appetizer, I'm gonna want to open. With maybe five or six dipped in ranch, then, well, for the that's wild for the for the bulk for the bulk of it, I'm gonna be alternating between honey mustard, ketchup, and barbecue sauce. Then for dessert, the final ten or so, I'm going sweet and sour. Interesting, interesting. And uh, how about like if you get them into your household where you have real condiments that don't come out of, you know, plastic packages. Then I'm going to throw some hot sauces in the mix. Uh, I'm still going <laughs> to end damn right. I'm still going to end the same way with that sweet and sour. Uh and instead of instead of opening with ranch, ooh, actually now that I'm really thinking about it, that la- those last 10 might be half sweet and sour, half maple syrup. Fuck it, I'm home. I got maple syrup. There's no way I don't. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's final answer. So, I mean, like in high, high summer, I got to say, there's nothing better than me than like cold ketchup. Ooh. 
It's it's got it's got like a little bit of tang, but it's mostly sugar and it's cold. Uh, it's like you know turning turning a French fry into like a nice nice cool drink slush. Mm. But we got some pizza etc today that that we haven't gotten. I actually asked Papa when the last time I called etc was. He guessed it. The date. The date, which no. is more than three months ago, within two days. Fuck. Yeah. Because he knew it was before quarantine. But, uh, yeah, I got a steak bomb and spicy fry and split that with Joan. And Classic order. Yeah, it's uh, spicy fries, man. Matt says they're they're better over at Big Daddy's. I don't know. It's. I think it's how fresh you get them, and these were fresh. I enjoyed yep. them. Yep. But sweet baby Ray's sweet and spicy. It was. It was the right time. Hell yeah, that's a good. That's a good sauce. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm running low on bone sucking, uh, honey mustard. As far as sauces that you can buy easily and in large quantities, sweet baby Ray's is the best, especially in New England. I'm sure if we... Well, I th- I think Amazon exists, so you can pretty much get anything, right? You can get anything, but, I mean, do they make all sauces in half gallons? They might. I don't know. I, have, I haven't done the research. And, yes, if we lived in the Deep South, I'm sure that would... If we, or, the, or anywhere in the barbecue belt, that would open up our sauce accessibility greatly. But y- you live... At the time, we lived in Boston... You still do. I live in San Francisco, also not a barbecue area, but Sweet Baby Ray's is everywhere, and it's 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 a fine, easy to easy to reach for sauce. I have no complaints about Sweet Baby. Of course, there's better out there. Of course, this is this that's obvious. And you can make it. You can make it yourself. You can. You can you make can. way better sauces than Sweet Baby Ray's, but takes more ingredients, takes a little time. You can run out to the store and for like three bucks get yourself a quart of Sweet Baby Ray's. You're going to be okay. Yeah. One man's opinion. One man's opinion. Yeah. And I remember we, uh, so for the rest of the night. Completed the task. Yes. At hand. All boxes were checked. There were a lot of chicken product that went down. I don't know how many chickens it equaled, but it was more than one. I know that. Yeah. Mission was accomplished, and I don't believe we went home that night. I think we hung out in your car slash that ditch until morning and then went home. Or at least close to morning, till like the sky was getting light sort of a thing. Because it might have been the classic, neither of our parents know where we are, like... I'm at your place, you're at my place kind of thing. I forget what we did. Yeah, I mean, I I never really uh never really led on to what what I was doing. I was just always like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with Ben. I don't know. Yeah. I I've stayed over at his place before. You guys know that. Yeah. And I snuck out all the time. So even if we did say we were even if we'd been at my house, we just it's oh my room was in the basement. It it, it wasn't even sneaking out. It was leaving. <laughs> Mom, if you're li- yeah. if you're listening, uh, whoops. Ah, uh, don't worry. 
my parents are are getting enough too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I so if like if your snake got out of its its habitat, <laughs> like that was escaping. Yes. Because it was supposed to be caged, but you were expected to be outside for some parts of the day. Yes. That is uh. correct. And yeah, that's the story of the the McNuggets and the Night Ditch. Uh Super Walmart, I think, yeah. is the hero in this one. That did that that carried the weight of the tale. That was Super Walmart. Well, I you know, I have such respect for Walmart since that day. I we never really hung out at Walmart before. So I don't know. This was this was like the first time that I realized that Walmart could actually be cool. At one point we were hanging out in the furniture section in one of the fake living rooms they had just drinking rum and coke out of a coke bottle as if we lived there. Like you can just do that and it's fine because all the employees one are new because they just opened up so they were just being trained but two even if they hadn't just like even if they weren't focused on learning their new tasks they work at Walmart they don't give a fuck like as long as you're not actively destroying the place or you know I was going to say as long as you're not naked but you can be like largely naked yeah I mean, you you can do a lot of what you want. They they don't have police there. Yeah. We're not telling tales outside of school here. There's entire shitty websites dedicated to the people of Walmart that is just really, you know, reductive content. But it's content nonetheless, and that's what we need right now. We need content, which is why we're doing this masturbatory yet. I find quite fun, somewhat cathartic exercise. I I completely agree, and if if I may say so, the the towns in Cecil County you can gauge by the size of their Walmart how important they are. That's right. If you have a super Walmart, you got an all right town like Northeast Elkton. Yeah, all right towns. Whew. I don't know some of those smaller smaller towns. Uh, have some of them regular ass WalMarts, man. Might as well be a Kmart. Perryville, gotta step it up. Rising Sun, don't even talk to me. Get out of here. Oh please, Rising Sun is on the on the uptick, man. They're they're getting away from their checkered past. Is Haverty Grace part of part of Cecil County? That is not. That is Harford County. All right. Well, then they can have whatever they want. Uh, yeah, they will have a harbor of grace. Is that what Haver means? Yeah. La Harva is the harbor. Huh. Yeah. I think I've made it. I, I think I'd been in, in Boston for several years before I realized that that was like a French, a French <laughs> phrase. <laughs> Lee Harvey. All right. Yeah. Because, I mean, we say it's not even close to how the French would say it, but we also don't say it as phonetically English as you'd expect, because you'd expect it'd be like Havre de Grace, right? But we say, at least we at least say Haver, like we we do the E-R-R-E switcheroo there, much like the, the, Brits or the, the Brits or the French would do. Yeah, so we've got that like, but then we come in with de Grace instead of de Grace. Well, yeah, that's because we're from Merlin. 
Goddamn right. Yeah. So I think that that concludes the main tale. That's uh, Super Walmart comes to Elkton. Well, it was an important time in an important place because it was right off of Route 40, uh, just over the border from Delaware. The Pulaski Skyway? Yeah, you have you have uh, Bear and Fox Run to compete with. Uh, the now defunct Family Fun Center is over there, too. Oh, the Family Fun Center. Yeah. Uh, that was the one place I could play laser tag because kids' birthday parties would occur there. And they'd invite me when I was also a kid, not as an adult man. <laughs> and I'd get to play laser uh, tag because I was not allowed to play laser tag as a kid because it was a gun. And uh, my mom wouldn't even let me use laser tag guns or squirt guns or anything remotely gun-like. And it worked. She solved all gun. There's never been any gun violence in America since. She fucking nailed it. So we can all thank. I agree. We can thank her. Yeah. We're uh, we're recording this in June of 2020, which famously will be forever remembered as the time when gun violence uh, was gone completely. There's been no. That's true. There's none That's of true. that. That's true. Yeah, there, <laughs> I have not heard any loud noises recently from my apartment. And actually, those are actually fireworks. People have just been setting off fireworks every night. Hell yeah. Now, I think it's time for uh, for us to get into a segment. Now, now, yeah. now do you have a segment? I, Cause I, I ain't got no segment. I think you should segment. In, if you're gonna segment in honor of Tuesday, because it, because it's Tuesday, uh, we're gonna go ahead and do a, a segment, classic classic segment, Maryland moment of the week. It's your Maryland moment of the week. Maryland moment of the week. So we're not gonna get political. We like to we like to stay uh, escapist, but gotta dip my my little pinky toe in it. Uh, a lot of shit has been going on in the uh, in in the the home of the foot the 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 NFL team, the Vikings in Minnesota, and I refer to the city that way because because of all this, I've had to both read, hear, and occasionally say the name of that city way more than I ever have before over the past week. Because of that, I learned that the city is Minneapolis, not. Minneapolis, as I've been saying for 31 years. Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis. I took the capital of Maryland and added a mini to the front of it because I just assumed one city's called Annapolis. Why would another one not just be called Minneapolis? That makes sense. And I have come to find out that, one, no one's corrected me ever, and two, at least my wife thought I was doing a bit. I thought that, that I was making a joke, and I absolutely wasn't. I well, truly I mean, thought... at least she brought it to your attention, right? No, I, ha- I, I brought this to her attention, and I said, hey, I just found out that I've been saying Minneapolis the whole time, and that's when she said, oh, yeah, I just assumed you were joking. <laughs> so You always joke about the name of this major city. Well, th- I... I can't say that I blame her at all because I know plenty of people that do the same shit, namely everyone I'm related to uh, in some way or another has something that they are just 
is always going to be an inside joke. They're doing a bit, whatever. Hell yeah. I'm just glad I've hit the point where like I can just speak incorrectly and people will assume I meant to do that. That's exactly where I want to be always. Or that people just don't have a mind to correct you. They're they're slightly intimidated maybe or just, you know, they're being friendly cuz I do I do that shit all the time. I would hope the friendly part and not the intimidating part, but I would understand either. But yeah, so that's my Maryland moment of the week. Merlin. Maryland week. Maryland moment of the week. That <laughs> that was that was intense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh I thought it was called just a just Minneapolis. I mean, we got one. Kind of sucks. Bunch of rich dicks out there, but you know they got like cobblestones and part of it. I don't know. I figured Minneapolis is just like a smaller version. Not that you need a smaller version of that. I mean, I I never been out. They got a decent Red Lobster, but I ain't never been out to to Minnesota. But you know, that's one of the homes of the Juicy Lucy, apparently. And you know, I like the name of that. So I don't know too much about the Juicy Lucy, but uh, I run I run the auto auto shop and uh, and. And when we, you know, we got too much oil that we, we end up burning it. And, uh, there's this big, big fire in the, in the trash can, the 50 gallon, uh, full of oil. Oh, I don't know. Oil. I don't know about all oil. that. Oil fire? Oil fires are no good. That, I mean, that's, that's all, uh, I mean, that's, it gives me heat nowhere. Ah, uh, I like the whole fire. And that's your Maryland moment of the week. That's gonna do it for this week's road sodas. You got any? You got any final words for us, James? Yeah. Final thoughts? Yeah, I do. I really, really do. And that's uh, Stop and Shop brand peanuts are some of the best that I've ever had. They come in three pound bags, and you can divvy them up into smaller Ziploc bags. Bring them into your local ballpark when the baseball season is in session. Uh, may not happen this year, but next year, make sure to scam your local ball club and bring in your own peanuts from Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop peanuts. Couldn't have said it better myself. That'll do it for the both of us. I'm Ben Warden. I'm Jimbo Shaw. You can go fuck yourself. Go fuck all of us. God fuck us, everyone. Everyone. <laughs>